Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Of course, after Lent, as we get into the Easter season and we, uh, you know, talk about uh, um, Catholic charities, we want to thank you for your support of that. And today we're going to talk about a program that is associated with Catholic charities, and, and not everyone knows this, but they've probably heard about both. We've talked about it on the program before, and uh, we're going to talk about Catholic Relief Services. And joining us is our new diocesan coordinator for Catholic Relief Services, uh, Deacon Don Weigel, no stranger to this program once again, and a regular columnist in uh, the Western New York Catholic. So when you're going to wnycatholic.org to look at the podcasts, uh, you can also find his columns there That's as right. well. Deacon Don, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Greg. Good to have you here. Good to be um, here. People may have seen, in fact, in the Western New York Catholic. I know that we, uh, you know, we talked about this this kind of new CRS position in the diocese, and uh, in fact, our, you know, we talked about having in way back when. So um, uh, um, people can can search back on that article at wnycatholic.org too. But tell us about what this means. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, Catholic Relief Services is. Um, is you say aligned with, and that's a really good way to, to put it, aligned with Catholic Charities because uh, the thing that is true about both organizations is both of them are official aid-slash-charity organizations uh, of the Catholic Church. Catholic Charities is the official organization that deals with domestic issues and domestic poverty and domestic challenges, and Catholic Relief Services is the official U.S. organization that deals with international aid issues. So whether it's Catholic Relief Services or Catholic Charities, um, anything that you do in relation to that or any money that you give, you can be assured that you are supporting the official Catholic Church's response to these things. There's a lot of great organizations out there, don't get me wrong. Um, but there's, but you know, but Catholic Relief Services is the official international aid organization. So, um, and what has what has typically been the case is that the diocesan director for Catholic Relief Services has, because they're so closely aligned, has typically been the diocesan director for Catholic Charities at the same time. The person wears both hats. Sister Mary McCarrick, um, who's retiring this year, has been director of Catholic Charities and Catholic Relief Services for our diocese and has done a wonderful job in both in both roles. Um, and with her retirement, there was an opportunity apparently that the bishop saw to be able to put a direct focus on Catholic Relief Services separate from the, the emphasis on Catholic Charities. And I think with the gain of that focus, um, one person to focus on Catholic relief, one person to focus on Catholic charities will probably lift both of them. Uh, now, I, um, I want to bring up two things with regard to that and a uh, little kind of insider information about the church. And I, I don't mean that in a, uh, you know, in a secret way. I'm going to give out church secrets. But things people aren't aware of – um, the way certain things work within the Catholic Church, and I'm sure. not talking just about the diocese of of Buffalo. Right. I, this is uh, you know this is kind of a, a, an original thing, so or, 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 or not a unique thing to uh, to the church across the United States. So when I 
when we talk about a diocesan coordinator for Catholic relief services, and full disclosure, by the way, that of course our bishop is on the board of directors for Catholic relief it's services. Been, that's right. Yeah, so this is a years, this is yeah. a focus of his. Yes. So I mean that's uh, you know um, uh, so it, it, it is very close to his heart, and yeah. uh, it, it is a priority to him. Um, people, the first question people are going to ask is, oh, we hired a new director for Catholic relief. Right. Services. Right. That's not entirely true, is no, well, not, it? Well, not hired. Um, no, not, <laughs> not hired in the sense that I'm getting paid. Okay. Because it's a, it's a volunteer position. This is going to lead to my second point, by the way. Okay. okay. Anyway. Cause, yeah, because it's a, it's a volunteer position. And, um, you know, the, rash, the rationale is for, um, again, the contrast with Catholic Charities. You know, you need somebody in a diocesan position of Catholic Charities to manage the operations of Catholic Charities here in the states or in the diocese, right? With Catholic Relief Services, since the operations are outside of the United States, what you need in the states is a director who is able to um, help people in the diocese engage with CRS, to be supportive, to understand it, to advocate on behalf of the people. There's no operations of Catholic Relief Services here in the states other than the headquarters in Baltimore. Um, so that becomes – so the diocesan director becomes a volunteer position, an unpaid position. Um, at or an add-on is in, in, in the case of sister. Or is in the case of Sister right. Mary. And, right, right. Exactly. Which happens it's in a lot of dioceses with Catholic It's most charities. common. In yeah. fact, it's right. most – it's much more common right. than having one person, uh, you know, in my position. It's, it's almost – it's rare if not unique. Right. So um, – uh, but, the, but the point is we want to – we want to use the the money that that we get at Catholic Relief Services to actually help the people that we're serving yeah. across the you know across the way, rather than you know rather than spend it on staff uh, here in the states. Well, that's a, and that's another important distinction in that um, we you know we always say with uh, with Catholic charities and. Um, you know, they get extremely high marks for their fiscal responsibility as an organization, okay? Um, because very little of the money goes to fundraising. It goes to services. That's right. You, and that's yeah. the same thing with CRS. Absolutely. In, in fact, that's one of the things we're proudest of is you go to Charity Navigator, for example, and we we usually waver between 6 and 7% of the money that we get is spent on things like marketing, staff, operations, all the, all the money that we spend on us rather than programs, whether it's paying people or producing materials or websites or whatever, only amounts to 6% or 7% of the money we take in. That's, I mean, that is highest marks from places like yeah. Charity Navigator. It's, it's, um, it's something that we're incredibly proud of because that – Shows the kind of responsibility and uh, and respect that we have for the money that we get, and understanding that it's meant for them, it's meant for the least of us across the way. You know, it's it's meant to help. The money that we get is meant to help the people that are suffering uh, because they're refugees, or because they are starving, or because they're the victims of an earthquake. Or so, that's what the money goes for. It's not to be spent on us, and so. As much as we can, we put that money to the programs. And we've talked about those those very things on the program before. Um, you mentioned earthquakes when we had the in Haiti. Um, people remember the tsunami, and you know Catholic Relief Service is very active in that. So people can can rest assured that um, when they give to, let's say, a Catholic.
Catholic Relief Services collection in their parish for those things. That's, that's where right. the money is going. That's right. That's, that's right. That, every, that's the whole idea. Exactly. Every you know every dollar that you write on on that check, ninety three cents of that dollar, is is going to those people. And uh, yeah, Deacon Don Weigel is our guest. He is uh, um, our uh, newish now. I mean, you've been in the position yes. for a while, but uh, director of of Catholic Relief Services for our diocese and coordinates the programs here. Uh, the other point I was going to make, the other kind of little insider thing that maybe people don't realize, people see deacons in their parish if there's a deacon in their yeah. parish and they, you know, um, uh, <laughs> people think of them like glorified altar boys. I always feel bad about oh, that. It's where, you know, don't like get me started. I know. I understand <laughs> that. I know. You get all the misconceptions. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the reasons I like to have and, and talk about these things on this yes. program to kind of get rid of those misconceptions. But they do hear. They hear the deacon preach the word right. on uh, – on, on Sunday and uh, oftentimes be involved with, uh, you know, parish programs and whatever else. But in addition to the sacramental ministry in a in a parish generally, but I mean sometimes it might be other places. It might be a, a hospital chaplain where they're responsible for the sacraments there or whatever the thing right. may be. Um, deacons also have a ministry of – we call it a ministry of charity, ministry of charity right? right? It's right. a service Yes, ministry. Correct. So, in your case, and it's this is part of. If we're going to put this in secular terms, I guess um, that's part of what you agree to when you go through the program and you be ordained. That's right. right. I'm going that's to serve right. in a parish, yeah. and I'm going to do some other service-related ministry, some other service which we call a ministry of charity. So, in your case, now that is. That is Catholic director. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, when each of to your point, when each of us is ordained, uh, we are given we, uh, uh, you know, we learn that we have a, a ministry uh, to the altar, a ministry to uh, to the word, and a ministry to charity um, slash justice. And so, um, the identity of the of the deacon is really wrapped up. Um, I would argue wrapped up most tightly with that ministry of charity. Because you know that's that's where we are needed. We are we are the ones that are ordained to be official witnesses of the word in the world, and so we are the ones that ninety five percent of the time maintain full time jobs. Well, I was going to say and, in, in many ways, like you're encouraged not to leave your job. Correct. That's yeah. right. Because yeah. you know to be leaven, you know to be leaven yeah. in the in the world. So. Um, and so this is a perfect, this is a spectacular opportunity uh, for for me to be um, to be given this as a as a ministry of charity. Um, there are some deacons, in fact, just to to drive home that point, that whose ministry of charity is such that they do not have a specific parish assignment because they're they're going to be expected through their ministry of charity to be in a number of different places and shouldn't be tied down to one particular parish. They'll serve at different parishes and right. preach and diaconate, um, but not assigned to a particular parish. So, um, so yes, this is um, – and it fits perfectly because it's not a paid position and because it's not a full-time thing. It fits perfectly as a ministry of charity. 
um, you know, dedicating um, my time as part of my as part of my ordination to um, you know to work for the people who are the least of us uh, overseas. Now we're going to talk about some of the specifics of of Catholic Relief services. CRS.org, by the way, is the website and you can find out all the information about um, their services, who they are, what they do and uh, anything that uh, Deacon Don talks about today, you can find out at CRS.org. They're celebrating their 75th anniversary this year. They've got a great initiative that we're going to talk about with regard to uh, migrants and immigrants and um, we're going to do that when we come back. Uh, Just just before we do that, I I, I should ask just because – you know, this is your current ministry of charity, and I think it just gives an idea of the service of the deacon. What are just what are some of the other things you've been involved with? Yeah, um, prior to prior to my involvement with CRS, uh, not surprisingly, <laughs> I was uh, uh, my ministry of charity specifically was with Catholic charities. Um, I was a part of the public policy office of, okay. of Catholic charities. Again, not a paid. You know, it's a it's a volunteer position. Um, I do some. Uh, some prison ministry, um, which uh, out at Collins Correctional, which uh, which is very inspiring and, and uplifting. I'm overdue for a show on prison ministry. Oh, okay. by the we way, could have a couple so of we'll, we'll, uh, yeah, that's uh, a yeah. So yeah. anyway, so you know, and I do some preaching and some teaching, and uh, you know, and presentations and things. So, um, but the the major focus, my assignment as as a, my ministry of charity is no, is now Catholic Relief Services. You we're learning about all kinds of things this week on Western New York Catholic <laughs> Weekly with Deacon Don Weigel, uh, closely associated with our office, a columnist in our Western New York Catholic uh, on uh, again very appropriately, justice, social justice, peace and justice issues. And if you go to wnycatholic.org slash radio, you can find all of our podcasts there. And uh, if you scroll back through, you will find more with Deacon Don Weigel, uh, other times that he has been on. Uh, Currently, uh, Deacon Don's Ministry of Charity, uh, as a deacon and serving the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, is as the Assistant Director for Catholic Relief Services, celebrating 75 years this year. Correct. Yep. And, and, you know, just just a quick bit of history for 75 years ago. Um, and we have some we have some great resources on the web on the website that that very briefly, I mean, one or two minute little videos that um, that there are. You can uh, you can search it on YouTube. You know, if yep. you want 75 years Catholic Relief Services, whatever. We have a couple of the little things. We began appropriately enough. We began as um, the U.S. bishops. Uh, put together an organization for war relief in 1943 to help people who found themselves um, displaced from their home because of the war. Um, refugees and, and migrants forced out of their homes because of the tragedy they were facing in their, in their home countries. And so that's how we began. Um, and so over time, uh, the bishops wisely recognized that they had built up this um, this ability to help people through this, uh, through their struggles, on places other than our own shores, and so they decided to continue this because, you know, the American people, the American Catholic Church, had been so generous and so willing to support this um, and care for people outside of our own borders. Um, that it seemed a very natural thing to do, and, and it just grew and grew to the point where we are now in 110 countries around the world um, and have served millions and millions of people. Um, most people, when they hear Catholic Relief Services, um, associate disaster relief 
uh, with yeah. us, which which is absolutely true, and um, and that's great, and and it's good that um, you know CRS kind of gets press, I guess, during yes. those times, right? Beca- right. Because it also gives you an opportunity to to hi- things like this to be able to highlight the other good work. That's right. You know, you get a typhoon in the Philippines or an earthquake in Ecuador, so you know, CRS is there on the ground, and. Um, but we uh, but we do th- we do things a little bit differently at CRS than some organizations do, which is um, yes, we do go there for disaster relief, but rather than load up a bunch of big trucks and ships and planes and dump a lot of things onto the people, say uh, here you go, we've done our bit, good luck. Uh, we embed people there to coordinate the efforts of the people themselves. Right. We try to source as much from the local economy as we can so that we can help rebuild their economy while we're helping to rebuild their homes or whatever. We source the workers as much as we can so that we can help people have productive lives and jobs rebuilding their place rather than just bring in people from the outside to do the work for them. There is a – and it's not just – and it's not just a – I want to say it's not just a practical idea. It's a, it's a recognition uh, that we reject kind of this paternalistic attitude. You know, we, we really respect the dignity and the ability of the people themselves. So rather than say, well, you know, we're the American Catholic Church. We're coming in. We know better and fix everything for you. What we're coming in to do is saying, listen, we're bringing resources. We're bringing some of our technical expertise and some of our experience but we're but we're also relying on on you. This is your home. Yeah. This is your country. You know, we we don't know. You know your culture best. You know your home best. We're relying on you to make decisions. This is a a basic part of Catholic social teaching of the respect for people's um, res- responsibility for participation to have a voice in what happens in their future. Um, and so, rather than just dump a bunch of money and goods on somebody and expect them to figure it out for themselves. Um, What we do is we try and and build communities back again. We try to build their culture, help them in whatever way we can, you know, and hopefully build peace at the same time, but, you know, through, through that effort. So... A little bit, little bit different attitude with with some of that stuff. But um, I mentioned Catholic social teaching. That's that's the other part about CRS is that we we make sure that every action that we take is in line with Catholic social teaching. This is part of the part of the benefit of being an official organization of the Catholic Church. Right? right. Is that we do things that are in alignment with what the Church teaches. Um, and so, you know, you look at those principles of of the dignity of the individual and the rights of workers and the participation in in community. That's how we operate. All things, by the way, that um, and stewardship of the earth. You do things in a yes. way that is, you know, um, in that line with that and fair. Yeah. All things, by the way, that um, have been certainly highlighted in the papacy of Pope Francis. Absolutely. Absolutely, that's been a, there's been a great, um, you know, that's been a great, um, I guess, resurgence in you know in Catholic social teaching that um, because of Pope Francis, he's brought those things to, to the forefront. You know, um, John Paul and Benedict kind of started you know getting us onto that thing, and then Francis has kind of really made it, uh, 
front of mind uh, for for a lot of people. Concrete. I mean, just yeah. you know, right. Kind of lives the, it. You know, yeah. The church talking about the environment, like mind blowing. Yes. Right. You know. Yeah. And some of us. Some of us go. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know. Right. Like and oh, this this thing we live on is important. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And not just saying words, but writing an encyclical, yeah. right? I mean, so yeah. I mean, yeah. making official an official church Catholic document, right? Doctrine, right. yeah, absolutely. And, and so the things that we do, to your point, you know, with that care for creation in mind, the things that we do have to be uh, ethically traded. They have to be sustainable for the environment. They have to be um, green, if you want to, if you want to sure. put it that way. Um, we don't do things that are not because that's because you know we live by Catholic social teaching. So now I don't want to let you go without um, talking about a current initiative. You mentioned the history of Catholic Relief Services helping folks displaced during wartime. Um, everything comes back around, Deacon, and yes. uh, uh, you have a great new initiative with migrants, immigrants. Tell yes. us about that. Yeah, um, you're in the middle in of it the, now, right? It's been going correct. on for a few months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pope Francis uh, back in September of 2017. Uh, Kicked off this this initiative, uh, this campaign, for two years uh, called Share the Journey, and he has called the entire church uh, around the world to uh, recognize the plight of migrants and refugees, people who have been thrust from their home through no fault of their own, um, whether it's for war, like Syrian refugees, uh, the Rohingya refugees that you know that continue to be. Uh, uh, to be displaced, people who are forced out of their out of their countries for economic reasons, for drought, you know, whatever the reason. Some of those disasters that we talk about sometimes, right? right. Uh, you know, uh, right now there are sixty-five. This is an incredible number. There are sixty-five million people around the world who are displaced from their homes. The enormity of that number is just overwhelming. Um, so Share the Journey is designed to do three things. Number one, it's designed to raise awareness um, in the church. Um, let's talk just about the Catholic Church or maybe just the diocese. Sure. The, right, right, um, to, number one, to raise awareness of the, what the plight is, right? To be able to say, as a lot of people say to me, Deacon, I had no idea. It, you know, I mean, you hear things sometimes, but – but it gets lost in so much of the other screaming that goes on sometimes in the news. The second is to understand what the church teaches about migrants and refugees, uh, you know, how we stand with them, what we do for them, what, what we say about migration and immigration and our responsibility for refugees. And the third thing is to speak on their behalf, to be able to do what we need to do here um, politically and advocacy to advocate with our elected officials for, you know, whatever the particular situation, you know, um, is. Um, and because it's for both migrants and refugees, for example, we had a very large, a couple of months ago, um, had a huge effort uh, when uh, to have people across the country phone their senators or their members of Congress to put legislation in place to uh, pr- to protect the dreamers, to somehow initiate some legislation of, of DACA. These these young people who had been brought here by their parents uh, when their parents came in illegally, uh, they came here because their parents brought them uh, through no fault of their own, and they've been here. This is the only country they know, um, and so 
you know, but but yet because they're not here legally, they're they are subject to deportation. So, um, so we had a tremendous calling campaign. Tens of thousands of people across the country called uh, called Congress. Um, I think over fifty thousand, if if I get the number right, called Congress to say, do something to help these people. Find a solution. Do it in legislation so that you know so that we can resolve this uncertainty for them once once and for all. So that's kind of the third leg of that is to understand the situation, to understand what the church teaches, and then to act and to uh, um, you know and to and to speak for those who who in some cases have not enough power to speak for themselves. I once again, um, you know, as we reach the end of our time, I love talking about Catholic relief services, much like Catholic charities, because um, we could go do a whole other show on other specific mm-hmm. programs and initiatives that yeah, are going all on kinds with, of stuff with CRS. Parish availabilities. So, and, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to refer people both to you but also to uh, CRS.org because they can find out all that information there. And uh, I'm sure we will have you sitting right back in that chair behind that <laughs> microphone again talking yep. about some of these same things. And, uh, I'm, and I'm always available to go to any parish to talk to anybody about the work of Catholic Relief Services at any time. Deacon Don at gmail.com if I can – Put a, you know, a little contact there for anybody. Absolutely. So. DeaconDon at gmail.com, crs.org. Deacon Don Weigel, our diocesan director of Catholic Relief Services. Thanks for coming back and spending time with us Thanks, again. Greg. And, of course, uh, if you go to uh, wnycatholic.org slash radio, first of all, wnycatholic, you will see uh, Deacon Don's columns in the Western New York Catholic, or if you pick one up in your uh, in your parish or at Tops Friendly Markets, uh, they're still in Tops. And... Uh, you, but if you go to wnycatholic.org slash radio, um, all of our podcasts are there. If there's something you missed on this one or you want to go back through them, please do. We'd love to have you uh, catch some of our other programs. And I'm Greg Prince. I'll be back with you again next week. You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. Call us at 847-8744 or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org.